Hi, I'm Marina, and this is Diversify Your Narrative Podcast, the show where we unlearn the toxic ways of society in order to better understand ourselves and those around us. From psychology to politics and culture, we make sure that we learn to diversify our perspective on the world. So today's episode is based on a article by the Institute for Research on Internet and Society. And, well, by now, you have certainly heard the phrases fake news and you are being manipulated on the internet. Lately, talking to pretty much anyone, I would say especially parents, but anyone. The issue of misinformation has become the scene of academic debate and even speeches by political authorities. It is already a commonplace to receive or give the advice of don't believe everything you read or send to you on social networks. And generally speaking, we think this kind of advice is valid for news and events. But we also need to pay attention to the opinions spread out there. Do you know when in the middle of an episode of a music video or a series, the central character shows a branded item and speaks well of it, but without clarifying that it's getting money for it, which I know Sounds silly, because we all know that product placement is a thing, but hear me out. This type of practice has a larger dimension when, besides selling an item directly, public policies are directed around for a specific private interest, keeping the beneficiary hidden. To promote or frustrate support from some agenda, corporations or entities try to mimic a natural movement or convergence of opinions by sponsoring manifestations of individuals or groups around the subject. The problem with this is that it seems that these people are acting on their own, without being clear that there are other interests and money behind that cause. But how does this happen? And we're gonna run an a scenario for you. Imagine you're in the year 1909, and you are beginning to come across several publications called the Cup Campaigner. They warn, quite sensationally, of the spread of disease through the shared use of metal cups, which were common in public drinking fountains in the U.S. at the time. And the solution is offered, that is offered is to ban these items and use disposable cups. Soon. Many people join the campaign and begin to press the authorities for measures in this direction. The government is responding to this public health campaign and is encouraging the use of disposable cups. Sounds like a story of public policy mobilization with a happy ending, right? But what if, much later, you learn that the publisher of these pamphlets which was Hugh Moore, co-founder of the public cup vendor company, which later became the Dixie Cup Company, which sold disposable cups. This was a famous episode of the phenomenon that I intend to discuss today and which integrates the great puzzle of misinformation on the internet. So this is all basically synthetic grassroots movements or part of the synthetic activism. And this practice of simulated movement around a particular agenda by making it appear spontaneous and originated in society, while hiding the bond with corporations or centralizing agents, is called astrosurfing. The term comes from its authentic low-brand astroturf and has to do with the idea of grassroots movement when its various converging roots, which is imitated by the synthetic, having the same apparent qualities, although it is artificial.
But why are we talking about this, since this is such an old problem? Because the technologies we have at hand have done something revolutionary for these advertising engines. They have become more dimmer and cheaper than ever. In the past, astroturfing was considered an expensive and also simple way of doing public relations. And if it was hard to identify then, it has now become enhanced with the use of fake agency control profiles and automated messaging bots. Many people may perceive as optics in series, movies, major channels of communication refers to as biased. However, this is rarely thought of when a group of member of a WhatsApp or average user of social networks posts an opinion, and if this opinion begins to appear elsewhere, apparently dissociated from each other, it can easily become an agenda gain sympathizers and become a cause around which society really mobilizes. No more paying spread flyers and leaflets without highlighting the publisher or the sponsor. It is simpler to hire whole teams of people who are paid a modest or even negligible amount to spread messages to their peers in groups and contacts on social networks. And it's much harder to identify where a message came from or whether the user who passed it on was acting on genuine interest or simply co-opted for other reasons to spread it. The fact is that, like with syntactic turf, these artificial staves are often more resilient and effective than real staves. And, you know, we have the solution, apparently, but what was even the problem? So, the phrase fake it till you make it becomes the phrase of the hour in the context of online astroturfing. It is possible to make an agenda hidden behind corporate interests become generally in the interest of civil society organizations. Users mobilized by artificial movements come to support without any hidden intention, a cause that has often not so transparent consequences. One of the great factors of astroturfing is to make the solution pointed out by the stakeholders attractive by emphasizing the problem it solves, or quote-unquote, solves. Often, the problem or solution is not really connected, and the link between them masks the real issue that should be addressed. This has occurred in some non-study cases beyond the iconic case of public glass. There was a booming mining company in India facing problems with local environmental communities, which then sponsored the spread of traditions and culture of those tribes co-opting the leadership of the resistance movement to become an advocate of industrialization. In this process, the environmental agenda was marginalized as the focus shifted to the tribe's demand for development opportunities from the authorities. In this episode of opacity, about the agenda being behind policy reveal that misinformation can also be countered with more transparency by the authorities. After all, if there are private interests in sponsoring public opinion mobilizers and public opinion pressures to the authorities to adopt a solution that may favor a private agent, that should be clear to people and questionable in order to have accountability. If it is not feasible to identify Whenever an opinion is secretly sponsored, it is at least possible to monitor what is done from its position on the public policy agenda. We need to rethink our relationship to misinformation. Going beyond fact-checking and finding safe sources for our own opinion information, 
Public decision-making needs to be guided, more than any other, not only by immediate demands on mobilizations, but by secure, research-based sources, facts investigated and tested by entities from different perspectives. Social mobilization is a powerful tool for prioritizing the government and is therefore equally valuable when it comes to requiring transparency to evaluate the solutions that are adopted. And that concludes today's episode. It was great having you listen to the podcast today. Remember that you can follow us on Instagram at Diversify Your Narrative. Without further ado, we'll catch up later on the next episode of Diversify Your Narrative. <laughs>